Welcome back to another market closing live stream. Well, we have one heck of a tornado of a stock market here. Uh, lots of stocks just getting absolutely hammered uh, this morning. It does seem like we had a little bit of a U-turn at about 11 a.m. this morning. Uh, and some stocks started finally rotating back up. But otherwise, it's just been like, wow, madness. Uh, that was perfect for a thumbnail. Great. And uh, yeah, hopefully you are buying the dip. We just talked a lot about some of our strategies in the good old courts member live streams. Uh, but uh, let's go ahead and take a look and see exactly what we've got going on because there's some pain out there. And uh, my favorite times to buy are when there's pain. I don't like buying when there's euphoria. So let's take a look at what we have. All right, folks, Dow Jones up three quarters of a percent, S&P basically flat, but it's the NASDAQ that's getting destroyed today, down 1.27%, not, uh, and it did fall almost as much as 2%, not uh, terribly much of a surprise given this surge in interest rates that we're seeing, I'm sorry, uh, in interest rate expectations or, or Fed action expectation, uh, which has now transmogrified a little bit from purely being a rate increase to just be to also being a an offloading of the balance sheet where uh, the Federal Reserve might be uh, spending a lot of time uh, money, or I should say, selling bonds uh, and taking cash essentially out of the markets. I watched my video this morning on exactly why the market's falling, but uh, this this I think has triggered a an insane amount of algorithmic trading that's that's pulling the Nasdaq down specifically. The Nasdaq's the easiest thing to short uh, when the market is behaving the way it is. Uh, and I think um, that's exactly what what is happening. Uh, and that explains why we see a firm cloud flare. Uh, some of our digital tech stocks, uh, you know, uh, down in the range of anywhere between five and 13%. This is somewhat of a continuation of what we saw yesterday. Yesterday, we saw Cloudflare, Monday.com, Bill.com, Upwork. These sorts of stocks weren't doing great yesterday. Matterport was down a little bit. All of them today are down even more. So the rally from yesterday has gotten obliterated. I mean, yesterday, we went up to about $3.80 on Shift Tech. Uh, right now, we're sitting at about $3.59. Not lows of the day. Lows were a little closer to $3.47. But we, we did quickly see that we weren't going to last at uh, some of these higher numbers. Uh, this morning, Tesla down 4% after breaking $1,200 yesterday. Pretty wild. Did bottom at a 1123-ish today. I'm trending back up here. Uh, Enphase did go as low as 171 at one point this morning. Seemed like we had a lot of lows around about 830, but also uh, hit an inflection, an inflection point at about 11 a.m. this morning, California time. And this is when we started seeing this sort of ramp up in a lot of uh, stocks. Uh, so kind of kind of interesting to see that. Then, um, yeah, let's see here. Let's take a look at BTC because this morning we were breaking out. This morning we were pushing back over for the 47 support line. And I'm pretty sure that's U-turned. Yeah, mostly, mostly U-turned, but now we're covering. Take a look at this. This was us this morning up here at, uh, at the 47.4, 47.5 level. Go to the five-minute. You'll see this a little more broadly. Look at this. We are really toying with these lines here. I mean, it is just back and forth and back and forth. If you're a trader, I, I honestly, I, I don't see how you can't make money. Uh, it, you know, playing these flips. 
because it's just it, it just seems wild that uh, the ups and downs seem to be so darn consistent, which I think creates uh, decent opportunities for making some money if you're trading regularly, of course. So keep in mind on or keep an eye out on that. Let's see here. All right, let's look at ETH. Let's see how ETH is performing if it's doing about the similar work here. Yeah, kind of similar. Look at that. We kind of broke out back on our way to $4,000. Or $4, tried breaking out at least. Couldn't do it either. Almost the same thing happened. Once we hit about 8.30 uh, to 10, we started rotating down. But um, it's actually a really incredible bounce. You know, this line has been here for, for a very long time. And uh, the fact that we essentially bounced immediately or directly off of that is, is incredible. Uh, again, why when you do crypto, you should always be paying attention to TA. It's so important, so critical. Uh, and, and I think it's really under-respected. I think there are a lot of folks who are just like, oh, I don't care. I don't have to do anything other than just, just buy the dip. You know, and then there are other people like, ah, oh, technical analysis is fugazi. It doesn't, it doesn't work. And it's like, well, whatever. Uh, more, more, more doubters is probably better because it means you can front run and they're not. Uh, although anybody can make the argument of the chicken or the egg, right? What, what came first, the, the support line or the price action? <laughs> so it's kind of interesting. Uh, Charlie Munger doubled his position in Baba, says somebody. I don't know that, but that's actually quite interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Let's see here. Let's see if I can find that. Charlie Munger. Charlie Munger. Charlie, 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 Charlie. I don't see that. Alibaba. News. There it is. 32 minutes ago. Ooh, this is hot off the press. Look at this. Wow. Interesting. So this is as of the end of the year. Oh, wow. Doubling down. That's awesome. He said in April that the company needs securities held as cash equivalents and that the business has turned to stocks amid low treasury bill yields. Wow. So he's kind of looking for, for essentially a cash equivalent, but picked Alibaba. It's quite interesting. Take a look at Baba here. Uh, Alibaba. This is uh, the news here on, on the one minute news here or uh, one minute chart. You can definitely see the movement here in Alibaba. You see uh, Munger really the news of this pushing Alibaba almost immediately from 118 to 120. We're, we're off those incredible lows at about 108, but we've certainly been skidding along the bottom. One of the things that was really shocking this uh, and, and we talked about this in the course member live stream, did a little more deep diving, but just surfacely here. One of the things that was really interesting is we're, we're really starting to see the breakdown of a lot of the floors that we saw for companies. So, for example, Lemonade broke 40 to the downside. 
Cloudflare broke 129, Enphase broke 180, Hood broke 18, Matterport broke 21 to 22, Peloton broke 40, broke 36, broke 34, uh, Firm broke 92, Toast broke 30, Zoom broke 175. All these guys just, just broke their floor. And I don't know if that's just temporary pain in today's market, but the only ones that, that have been exceeding right now have been ArcG, PayPal, Carnival, uh, DocuSign, and I believe SoFi, though. Let me double check. Yeah, 15. Yeah, let me check Beyond really quick. Beyond me. Six to eight. Yeah, this one's breaking it through as well to the downside. All right. So a lot of these floors just got killed by the the additional red today, which follows a day of red for, for some of these. Okay, let's see. Uh, <laughs> mm, oh, yeah. Let's take a peek at Polestar. Why don't we? How is that one doing right now? The auto manufacturers seem excited right now. No, not really Polestar, though. Ford's just killing it. 12%. Look at this. Woo! 12% move today. It's really, it really incredible. I mean, it had a phenomenal 2021. Uh, it was $9 in 2020, and it's just absolutely taken off here. HUD 8 is actually doing decently at 4.48%. But wow, this latest boost here uh, off a of 20 has been great for Ford. Great performer. Okay, so let's see here. Yeah, I don't know that a firm is at pre-Amazon valuation. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I thought it was the Amazon partnership that got them to run off 40 to 90 and then to 120. It was all right around that time. It just it just went so quickly from 40 to like 120. Happened ridiculously fast. Yeah, well. Uh, ha, ha, ha. All right. Let's go take a look at what's happening in the yield market, and then we'll go look at some more news. So yields. Indices somewhat stable from where we started. Yields. 10 year at 1.66. How about the two? Wow, the two years at 0.76. And the fact that we got a steepening in the yield curve today is such a an opposite to the narrative that we've been seeing about. Oh no, what if it inverts again? All right. Let's do some headlines. Let's see what we got here. There you go. Risky tech stocks sink as higher treasury yields revive inflation fears. Full detailed article. I think the uh, inf uh, that or a video that I posted this morning. I really do think that this uh, this inflation is something that we're going to have to talk about, and we talked about it in the video this morning. So check that out if you haven't yet. Hmm. Home values in already hot U.S. market surge 14%. Wow. That's just nuts. <laughs> wow. Here's somebody. Here's just a headline. Uh, Elizabeth Holmes will likely land in a cushy, fenceless prison for the uh, Theranos fraud. 
Oh, that'll be interesting. We'll, we'll see what happens there. I think they were suggesting up to 20 years potentially for each count. Uh, who knows how much they'll actually end up giving her, but we'll see. What really happens when workers are given a flexible hybrid schedule? I mean, it sounds like a pitch, honestly, that title, flexible hybrid schedule. Ooh. Mm. Let's see what it, what it actually has. Let's see if there's a bottom line. Not really. Uh, for me, there's only... At-home Fridays are popular. Productive Mondays are in. <laughs> oh my gosh. The phrases. All right, let's, let's get out of this. All right, let's see what we have here on Barron's. Demand for workers was cooling off even before Omicron. Americans quit their jobs at record paces in November, but businesses also reported fewer earnings or openings rather. Really? I thought we've been seeing the jolts just bump up. That's interesting. Job openings reported a fall in the number of openings. Ah, that's right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. From 11 point run. That's okay. All right. Now I remember this. So uh, down from 11.1 to 10.6 in job openings, still a lot. The decline in job openings follows people retiring early, quits, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. The silver lining is that somewhat cooler labor demand means some heat comes off wages and thus overall inflation pressures. It's interesting. So less businesses hiring means potentially less need to raise wages, which means potentially less of an inflation move. You know, uh, wages and rents make up substantial portions of uh, our, our uh, CPI read. So, uh, sorry, not not wages. Wages go into PPI, but uh, rents. Yeah, I guess wages not so much. Rents make up more of the CPI. Uh, you can find services and, and uh, you know, wage costs through products. But, um, yeah, you would you would actually see wage inflation more in the jobs report. Now, the next jobs report we get is actually this Friday. You know what we should do is let's pull up the expectations for this jobs report this Friday. That should be really interesting. We'll get to see what kind of monthly inflation level we're expecting, and we'll compare that. Yeah, Richard, I like that idea. I think Robinhood is is opportune at 18 bucks or 17 bucks and people are going to look back and go, "Well, that was a no-brainer." But you never know. So, let's see here. Let's get jumped. Uh, there we go. All right. So, we're going to go ahead and get that jobs uh, the jobs report comes out on uh Friday. Friday morning be an early morning the uh jobs reports just like cpi oh man those are 5 30 a.m live stream days <laughs> 30 minutes earlier than usual it's not that it's not a big deal but the extra 30 minutes is uh kind of fun when it's the first thing in the morning okay let's get our eco and we'll see what's got what's going on here eco economic calendars here we go. 
Okay, so we're looking for jobs. And the jobs data for this week, Friday. Job, those are jobless claims. I want to get... Where is it? It would be the uh, 7th. Okay, let me pull up 7th. 7th to 7th. Enter. There we go. Okay, uh, so... The last payroll read was a big miss at 210,000. And we had a monthly inflation read of 0.3%, which annualized, you multiply by 12, is about 3.6%. The average hourly earnings are now expected to actually go up to 0.4%, which would be about 4.8% as an annualized rate, at an annualized rate. That's better than what we've seen before, like the 0.7.8 month over month. And if it is true that businesses are potentially inflecting down and how much labor they need, then, then that could help us push down those inflation expectations. <laughs> I'm not doing anything anymore, just selling covered calls and watching. Yeah, I generally don't recommend selling, and it's just my opinion, uh, selling covered calls when we're in a, in a pained environment. I like selling covered calls when there's euphoria because then you actually hedge yourself. But what you're doing when you're selling calls and stocks are at bottoms or, or, or low levels is you're setting yourself up for a world of hurt uh, in the event that they do run, which which you might be okay with. But, uh, you know, you just sell out of the shares at, at a profit and that's okay. It's, it's okay to take a profit. Hopefully you do take a profit. But um, it can be painful when you see a, a stock that you you own and love uh, that you bought for, let's say $200, you sell a covered call for $220 thinking, ah, I mean, if it goes up 10% and then I get another premium on top of that, I'll, I'll take the 20% or whatever. But then let's say it goes up 50%, you know, usually that's where it's like, oh, facepalm. So maybe um, verticalize those a little, you know, change change the the sold call prices that you're doing. Uh, so that way you, you potentially spread your risk out a little bit, kind of like taking butter Rather than putting the butter all in one place, you kind of spread the butter. Yeah, spread spread the butter. <laughs> all right, let's see here. Pricing trying to get to pre-COVID trend line. That would make sense to me. Ah, uh, yes, uh, Noah. There, the, yeah. So actually, what you can do is you could look up business starts. Uh, here we go. Keep in mind, while I pull this up, you can check out StreamYard by going to metkevin.com slash StreamYard. That's how I do all my live streams. You can multi-stream to Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. It's great. So just go to metkevin.com slash StreamYard to learn more. Okay. So what we want to do is uh, business creation starts. We're trying to find business start, business formation statistics. There we go. Okay, the last report was in November, but we know this is at all-time highs, or at least it was. Let me see here. Yeah, look look at that extreme jump during the pandemic. So you're still creating uh, 432 versus 300. Roughly 44% more businesses are being created right now <laughs> regularly than, than before the pandemic. So yeah. 
Absolutely. A lot more self-employed people. Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I'm not going to promise to do fundamental analysis right now. Well, certainly we're not going to do it right now. It'll take a few hours to put together a nice video on a fundy. But in the future. Okay. We have nine minutes left in trading. Ford and the banks are really killing it right now. I am curious how MP Material is is doing so incredibly well. I think it's a great company, don't get me wrong, but I, I think it's a little excessive, and I'm worried that uh, there could be a drawdown. See, actually, MP Material, if I own shares, this would be something where I'd probably look at uh, maybe selling some calls here. So, for example, if I were to sell a call for 55 bucks on MP Material for February, what would I get? Well, you'd get 245 divided by 55. you get about 4.5% uh, in premium that you'd collect. Yeah, that's not substantial, but it's something. Hmm. <laughs> my girlfriend's ring fund lost $1,200 today. Well, you know, you, you got something that uh, that's much more important, and that's investing. Rings are a ripoff. I hope nobody's a jeweler. But if you are, don't worry. The odds of me affecting your business are very low. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do think that uh, the wedding band industry is, I, honestly, it's just the entire wedding industry is a complete ripoff. Like, go, go throw up party with shots of vodka and uh, I don't know orange juice and make yourself some mimosas with your friends and family and just have a party <laughs> but the amount of money the wedding industry charges for things is just nutty and, and and the whole the whole ring industry is is just a scam in my opinion again I'm sorry you're in the jewelry business I, I respect it but I, I think it's I, think, I just think it's a horrible financial decision. That, that's it. Just coming from a financial point of view. So, you know, Lauren and I, we uh, uh, we tried pulling a permit to have a, a, a legal wedding in Italy. So we, uh, but but you could only get married. It was something stupid on like Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, but in order to get your permit uh, for the Tuesday, you'd have to go to the consulate on a Monday. Uh, the U.S. consulate, and, and we had to like go to the one in Los Angeles to to prove we weren't like crazy. We had to bring people, and it was insane. Anyway, we tried to do it all right, and, and it was so insane and so ridiculous and so complicated. And and, and uh, we we're just like, you know what? We're just gonna take the money we would have spent on a wedding, spend it on a honeymoon, an experience which is invaluable. Uh, experiences are always worth spending money on. Uh, as opposed to things, uh, and I know that sounds a, a little ironic, but what you have to do is kind of parse out the things there because you're spending thousands of dollars on flowers or dresses or all of the things that go into an experience, right? And uh, yeah, so we ended up basically just just uh, having a, having a honeymoon style uh, wedding with with just close friends and family, and that was that was really fun. So the money that we spent went to things like. A Mediterranean cruise, right? Those sorts of experiences that aren't overpriced because of the wedding industry. It's insane. Anyway, sorry. That's just my little my little rant on uh, on weddings. So, okay, going into the close here. It, let's see how we're doing. 
All right. So Ford's pretty much been flat going into the second half of the day. Uh, up, but but flat. MP material. So somebody just bought. But other than that, stable. Uh, Spirit Airlines and, and some of these other recovery stocks are, are doing well. They're, they're recovering well after the Omicron fear. And so that's why we're seeing the cheesecake, the Carnival Cruise Lines and that slowly go green. Although cheesecake's been on this really rough downtrend. Uh, I mean, if, if we draw a trend line here, it's actually not bad. Uh, that's pretty solid. See if I can adjust that a little bit. Yeah, look at that. That's a pretty solid ceiling there for uh, cheesecake. Jeez. So keep an eye on that. JP Morgan. Nice little pump today after the Fed talk. Kevin O'Leary would beg to differ on watches. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I don't really care. <laughs> uh so okay what else backed holdings wow look at this seven dollars and 54 cents folks here you go folks look at this oh man people got so mad at me uh what because i made this what was it i forgot what i called it it was something like is backed the next 10x or whatever and it, it would, i'm like no me kevin backed what uh oh yeah 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 Will this new crypto stock 10x be KKT? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, no. Be aware of these shenanigans before you invest. And uh, that was during the momentum. And golly, it's now gone lower than where it was. Yeah, look at that. Oh my gosh. Yikes. All right. Hmm. A firm's recovering slightly. Went down to 80 bucks. That was insane. Yeah, look at look at that little recovery we had there. Very nice. Nice slide. Ugh. Okay, Cloudflare is also recovering a little bit. Yeah, a little bit of recovery into the closing here to some of the pain. So hopefully you got some shopping done. Tesla as well. Trade desk. Yeah, also good. Nice little recovery. Good. End phase. Good. Also recovering a little bit into the close. So, and, and by recovering, we're really just talking about softening the uh, uh, the blow. Google down about a third of a percent. Hmm. All right. Let's take a look at, we have three minutes left. Let's look at the spy here. Yeah, I don't know anything about GTC. By really trying to hold on to those break-evens, but clearly you've got some institutional outflows right at the end of the day here. Not uncommon. This is this has been the, the MO for, honestly, the past six months. Uh, it has been... Or I'm sorry, not six months. Uh, six weeks. That's what I meant to say. Uh, maybe not even six weeks. More like five weeks. The last five weeks, it's just been almost every single closing live. Here come the institutional sellers. Here comes the sellers. Blah, 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 blah. Do you think PayPal and Square are falling because of new laws that will tax you more in income when you receive money from friends? With it? 
no, I don't, I don't honestly think that's really affecting this, those stocks much at all. Uh, I, I suppose there's this potential that, that, but I, I don't think people are going to be able to hide anywhere. You know, I, I think that would apply in, in a ubiquitous format. So I, it's not something I would be extremely worried about for PayPal and Square. Um, but, you know, they're, they're, I think they're, they're down because they're expensive for being in the financials. And I think their growth isn't going to be as ex excellent as Wall Street had initially hoped when these were running. But that's okay. They're still good companies. NVIDIA. Ooh, nice recovery on NVIDIA. It uh, looks like we hit bottom at about 283 and uh, really took off starting at right around 11 o'clock. Right around 11. Uh-huh. All right. Let's see here. We have 40 seconds to go. Mm. just want to see the close here. People are sticking in forward. Sometimes you'll see these sorts of things when they're up 11% fall into the close. Not with forward. People are sticking with it. It's kind of a hodl sign there. Yeah. Arc. It's doing okay. Into the close. Trying to recover a little bit. 10 seconds to go. Golly. Hood at 1738. Ugh. All right. Let's listen to the bell. Healthcare and tech, the two that are down more than 1%. Uh, as the bell goes, we are fractionally lower on the S&P 500, just tipping back into the red uh, at the close. The Nasdaq down 1.3%, the Dow higher by 0.6%. All right, Dow Jones down 0.59%, S&P down 0.06%, Nasdaq down 1.33%, now 4% under its Record all-time highs, Russell 2000 dropping 0.16. So another day in the market, over. Uh, lots of pain today, folks. A lot of it. You saw it uh, in the high tech. You saw it in the high PE. You saw it in the small caps. You saw it in the uh, healthcare stocks. You saw it pretty much everywhere, with the exception of the uh, financials. Did very well today. Recoveries, very well today. Uh, Ford on on the announcement that they are pushing these uh, um, lightning pickup trucks to to new production targets, uh, thanks to what they're describing as overwhelming demand. We'll see see when uh, the rubber hits the road, so to speak. But anyway, there you have a wild ride for the market. Let's take a look at BTC and Ethereum briefly. BTC USD. Yeah, still bobbing over here. We talked a little bit in the course live stream about this new channel as well that it looks like we're getting stuck in and if uh, in BTC and on Ethereum, look at that bounce off our 37 line here. Almost a perfect bounce again. Uh, this is why I love the TA. Anyway, so wow. Well, how much longer will this continue? If you haven't yet seen this, I posted this on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> go check this out on Twitter. See, it's the Fed, 2020 to 2021, prints money. The Fed in 2022, oh my gosh, they're running away with my money. I got to suck them back up and get that money back in here. It's kind of wild.
Oh, yeah, yeah. Wild, 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 wild. Okay, what do we got here? Oh my gosh, how am I supposed to read that? It's uh, no, maybe it's like a German word of the day thing that we're doing now. Earth should be called water, says Elon Musk. Is that really what he tweeted? Because that's not what we like. That doesn't that doesn't resonate in California. Uh, let's see here. Tesla. No, Elon. Elon. What are you doing, Elon? The Earth is almost never shown like this. And in the meantime, this is our planet from the side of the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> uh, okay. Earth should be called water. Um, that's interesting. Earth, what, what do we want to say? Except in California? <laughs> oh, California should be called moon. <laughs> How about that? Let me know what you think. <laughs> I like it. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. How am I supposed to read this German word of the day here? Kraftfahrzeug. Okay. Uh, uh, like uh, LKW. Okay, got it. Uh, Kraftfahrzeug. Haftpflichtversicherung. Haft. I don't know. Haftpflicht. Haftpflicht. I don't know what Haft is. But uh, something about insurance, some kind of mandatory insurance. Okay, so big trucks have mandatory insurance. We got this. We got this. We got this. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, Mars. Mars would, would, might, be, uh, might be good. <laughs> I actually like that. It's, it's, so, it's so desolate. Wait, can I get a picture of Mars? Hold on. Mars dry. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think we need to use, uh, should we go with uh, a more? Uh... <laughs> let's go with this one. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, let's see if I can get uh, the quote tweet and the picture. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> California should be called. <laughs> California should be called Mars. There we go. <laughs> Nailed it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, well. All right. All right. There's some good ones here. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, folks, there you have it. Toyota is dethroning GM. You know, there was a funny tweet. Somebody tweeted the best... Uh, or so it was something the effect. I'm gonna butcher it, but something the effect of, uh, always buy American-made cars. And today, the most popular American car is Toyota. <laughs> or something to that effect. Uh, well, that was interesting. Uh, <laughs> bye. Thank you. Yeah, I gotta get that bio. Well, one day, one day we gotta do some biotech. Anyway, all right, I gotta go. Thank you so much, folks.